Today we have a very, very interesting uh, speaker. Uh, for the last 17 years, she's been with the same organization. Overall, she's got about 21 to 22 years of experience in HR across different companies. She's worked with Sahara India, Converges, Zensar Technologies, Hexaware, and then moved on to, uh, in 2006, she joined um, Datamatics Global Services Limited Mumbai, which then became Signex Datamatics. So uh, she's a she's got a PhD in stress management. We'll talk about that. That's going to be very interesting. But please welcome uh, Dr. Ankita Singh. This is the Employee Engagement Podcast. Hey there, I'm Srikant Acharya, CEO at Offineeds.com. And on this show, I interview seasoned professionals and authors who have a ton of experience with recruiting, managing, and growing large teams. You'll get to learn from them new strategies, philosophies, case studies, and anecdotes that will help you improve employee engagement in your own organization. Let's get straight into it. Hey, hey, good evening, everyone. Uh, I'm Srikant Acharya, CEO at Offneeds.com, a leading corporate gifting and merchandise company. And welcome to the 18th episode of Employee Engagement Live. Today we have a very, very interesting uh, speaker. Who I'm going to introduce her in a short while. But first of all, I want to, I want, I hope you're, you're keeping safe. There is cyclone happening in different parts of the country. A lot of uh, weather-related turbulence on different parts. I hope you're keeping safe and you're safe at your homes or your office. So please take care of yourself. So once again, em welcome to the 18th episode of Employee Engagement Live. I'm Srikant Acharya, CEO at Offneeds.com, a leading corporate gifting and merchandise company based in Bangalore, Hyderabad, and Chennai. So we started this initiative of, uh, of doing a series of interviews called Employee Engagement Live, where I invite uh, seasoned professionals from HR, corporate communication, and uh, marketing and leadership roles in different uh, medium to large size innovative organizations and try and understand what it is that they are doing to keep the employee motivation and employee engagement levels high in the organization. Now, the reason why we do that is employee engagement has been has always been very, very important, but especially in the last 18 to 20 months with the pandemic and with the work from home situation and with hybrid work, there is so much that has changed in the way work happens within organizations that we decided to speak to uh, seasoned professionals who are, who are doing great at what they're doing so that other organizations can benefit from them. So let me take a minute to introduce to you today's guest. Today, we have Dr. Ankita Singh, who is the CHRO at Signex Datamatics. Um, before, uh, for the last 17 years, she's been with the same organizations, overall, uh, with the same organization. Overall, she's got about 21 to 22 years of experience in HR across different companies. She's worked with Sahara India, Converges, Zensar Technologies, Hexaware, and then moved on to, uh, in 2006, she joined um, Datamatics Global Services Limited Mumbai, which then became Signex Datamatics. So uh, she's, a, she's got a PhD in stress management. We'll talk about that. That's going to be very interesting. But please put your... Uh, you know, what, what shall I say, like those, uh, put, put a like button there and welcome uh, Dr. Ankita Singh. Dr. Ankita, thrilled to have you in the show. How are you doing today? Thank you so much, Srikant. Really happy to be here. Uh, thank you so much for inviting over and congratulations for all the great work that you're doing. And I'm looking forward to our discussion. Thank you. Awesome. So let's start with the first question I ask every single guest. What, according to you, Ankita, is employee engagement? 
that's i think the most difficult question because if you ask any hr today you know what employee engagement is or what employee experience is probably they will not be able to give a definition because everything is changing everything is drastically changing and things have become so personalized that they cannot cannot be a, you know a generic definition and when we talk about something as critical as employee engagement which is more emotional than practical you know it's a feeling that is supported by processes and that's in a way proven by numbers but i feel i mean personally as per my experience i think it's a purpose driven full life cycle of an employee in any organization and it has to be uh, very simple not very complicated if at all your team members are able to answer you know why i exist why i am here in this organization what i what am i supposed to do on regular basis how do i coexist and excel with the people i work with what will happen if i fail in any of the work that is assigned or how will i be appreciated if i do really well am i really valued in the system and am i getting well compensated for all the great work that i am doing if all these questions are addressed in a simpler and clearer manner i think every employee will be you know an engaged employee so um you know that's that's what i say if if uh, your employee is able to exist with a purpose in the system and uh, they are able to relate with the goals of the organization they can co-own the process they are completely engaged that's the definition according to me fantastic i think that's the most deep answer i've ever ever received uh, nobody's used the word purpose with employee engagement as far as i can remember so let's talk a little bit more about that right so, so it's it's a it's a great thing because uh, what you said is is probably you know on maslow's uh, uh, preference it, it's somewhere on the top right but when you're yeah. generally joining a job or something it's mostly about survival it's about getting a new job starting off a career and things like that right so when it's a small organization and i can understand but when you're building a large organization how do you connect the purpose of that person to the goals of the organization how do you really do that so you must have heard shrikant lot of organizations saying that have you shared the bigger picture with all the employees and that's really important because you know you have a full picture where you are at this point in time where you want to see yourself in next 5 years all those things are strategically aligned defined by the organization and the intent is that the junior employees or all the employees in the system who exist they should know because at the end of the day that's the vision mission purpose whatever you say the goal of the organization now is it possible for each individual who is probably just working for a piece of that picture it's more like a puzzle right you put all those uh, box you put all those pieces together and then the picture gets completed now imagine if one individual is working only on that piece and you tell that this is the bigger picture how would you contribute it becomes difficult for that individual so along with sharing the bigger picture it's really important that in a much clearer manner we tell the employee each individual that yes this is where the organization wants to be but this is what your role is beyond this you shouldn't be thinking beyond this you should be informed but you shouldn't be concerned about right so when we clearly define that this is the road map this is where you will exist this is how we will enable you and this is 
at the end of the day, this is what we want you to deliver, probably things become much easier. Now imagine everybody is taking care of those smaller pieces, knowing that we have to complete that bigger picture, but I have, I have to have be within the defined area, the picture automatically gets completed. So in a way, not directly linked to the overall goal, or I would say not directly working on the overall goal, but you are actually working on the overall goal. So you know, awesome. you have to share the smaller picture. You have to talk more than the uh, whole view. You have to really, you know, go deep down and tell them that this is why you exist and this is what you have to do. Awesome. I can say that it's it's not just a theoretical answer which you're giving me. I know it's it's something that you practice because 17 years you've been in that organization and you're telling me how you grew from the most uh, entry level position to one of the most senior level positions. And I see that four years continuously, you won the Great Place to Work Award. And there, there are, uh, I, I know um, you have won the award of uh, the Great People Manager from Great Managers Institute. And, and you were telling me about, talk a little bit about these. These are the things which matter, which, which make what you just said happen, right? So let's talk first about being 17 years within the same organization. I don't meet, meet someone uh, often who's been 17 years in the same organization. So tell me what's keeping you there. I think uh, the connect, um, you know, uh, the, when the, when I answered the first question, I said, you know, there are a couple of questions each individual has to ask. A lot of times my, my mom says that you are going to retire from that organization. So it's more like a sarcasm. But I keep asking her that what's the problem? If at all, I retire from here, what is the issue? Because see, you have to answer for yourself. If you know that you want to see a certain amount of growth, you want to learn 100 more things. You don't want to just grow vertically, but you want to horizontally also explore different um, you know, functions. And if all those things are happening, if you have your respect, if you have your integrity, if you know that you can connect and you can openly talk to your management and be with them, why think of moving out? And when I ask these questions to myself, even today, uh, like we were discussing, I am I'm equally excited as I was on day one. I still feel so much connected and uh, I miss my office every day because we are still um, you know, working from home, 100% working from home model. We are still not into hybrid model. So that, that feeling of, you know, that, I know I can contribute, I can exist in the system and people will value my existence. And mm -hmm. tomorrow, if I say, you know what, I'm looking out for a job, instead of them saying, fine, go, I know they'll say, but why? What is the problem we want you here? And mm -hmm. that keeps me going. And I think that's how I exist and I'll still be with the company. Awesome, fantastic. So since you mentioned about you're still working from home, so what, what are you seeing the, um, challenges with respect to engaging employees, motivating employees, or hiring new employees in a remote working kind of situation? So I would I would not say um, there are only challenges. I think a lot of employees would say that uh, it has really enabled them to do a lot of things that they have just dreamt of in last uh, um, so many years. So when we always spoke about work-life balance, we knew long back that there's no life balance. There's always work-life integration and that people were doing much before COVID time as well. Now, probably the COVID time or now that we are working from home, it has defined or redefined it uh, you know, to a next level where people know that 
how I have to literally take care of both the aspects. Now, challenges, if you ask me, at the end of the day, we are human beings. Now, when I want to give uh, an award to one of my team member who has really performed well, if I just send a WhatsApp message that you are doing really great, probably that is less impactful than you know recognizing that individual in front of 700 people when you have everybody in standing right in front of you and you are doing those reward uh, and award functions when you do a team bonding exercise no matter how interactive you make it online uh, the interaction the those games that you can play and through which you can make them learn and realize certain things no matter how hard you try when you're working from home or when you are in online mode, those things will never be that impactful. I would not say it's not uh, impactful, but there will always be a gap. We would want to meet, see people, you know, that um, they used to say that you just go and shake hands, hug a person, tell that, you know, what, where were you yesterday? I wanted to discuss those coffee breaks. People will miss those things. So that's the only challenge, that emotional connect or the feeling to be together, sitting together, discussing together, working together. That's the only factor I think is becoming a little challenging in getting people more connected. The rest, I think, uh, at the end of the day, we are human beings and we, are, we can adapt much faster than any other uh, living being on this earth. So people are managing it really well. Okay, so let, so tell me what are the new opportunities that you see because of work from home? Opportunities, obviously, uh, location is not a constraint, oh, right? So, yeah, so earlier, if at all, I ask uh, my team members, few would, two years back, they would say, there are not good companies in this city. Mm. Now that constraint is not there because even if you are, if you are ready to work, in the evening hours, you can pick up a job in the US as well, and you can still work from here. So that's the that's the benefit. Now, when you were in office and suddenly you were needed at home and there is an emergency, there is a possibility for people like you who are in Bangalore and Mumbai that you will still take two hours to reach home. Now, when you're working from home, you can still take care of your work at the same time you're there for your family. So there are enormous benefits when we talk about uh, this model and uh, females you know we have females back in our system earlier the concept was that you have to work for nine hours and you have to be in office now females with uh, kids even if they are saying that you know what i can work from home and i can work for five hours companies are open so a lot of people who are not able to join back suddenly the workforce it has increased the quality has improved so there are a lot of lot of benefits Awesome. Awesome. I'm loving this conversation. So guys, you're in the audience. We are live right now on Facebook, LinkedIn and YouTube. So wherever you are, if you have any questions, please uh, keep them because in a few more minutes, I'm going to give you the opportunity to put those questions down there and let's see if you can get uh, Ankita to answer those questions. Now, Ankita talking about, you mentioned Ahmedabad. Now, typically nobody thinks about, at least uh, when you think of IT, it's probably Bangalore, Hyderabad, Gurgaon, Pune that comes to mind, nobody thinks of Ahmedabad. So does being in Ahmedabad, I know a large percentage, few hundreds of employees are living in Ahmedabad. So what are the pros and cons of having a, running a company based out of Ahmedabad? See, a lot of people, when you talk about Puducherry, people will feel, oh, IT company, I don't think there are much IT companies. If you talk about Nasik, people will say, no, not many companies, but that's a myth. 
actually a mm -hmm. lot of uh, companies have expanded in a way and they have targeted these uh, cities and we have enough people enough it companies and the count is really good i mean i would not even say that we have just few companies we have many companies and in all all these uh, uh, such cities i would not name all um, but yeah like three i i just mentioned now the benefit is the culture i would not say that mumbai is not a family centric culture but when you when you do a comparative thing here you still have joint family culture as compared to mumbai or other metro cities now if they get an opportunity if somebody gets an opportunity for a similar role for mumbai or for pune say for 20 lakhs um and here the same opportunity they are getting maybe for 15 or 16 lakhs they would mm. still prefer staying back in ahmedabad because they would want to be with the family so you mm. would see all people from here who get uh, moved to us or other countries their first question would be not that what would be uh, what will be my role or when do i get to come back their first question will be can i take my family along Mm. and that has to be on day one so mm. because of these things because they still want to be here and still they want to learn more they want to explore more you get experienced people who are committed attrition is definitely not um, impacted so badly uh, organization is not badly impacted because of uh, high attrition because mm. of these people so there is a mix or i would say there is definitely a balance which mm. gets in the organization because of a large chunk of employees who are part of such cities so it is definitely a benefit they are open to learn uh, when required and there is an emergency there is a need they are open to relocate mm. but primarily they want to exist here and uh, on an average uh, my amdabad employees must have completed at least 65 to 70% of my employees would have completed 6 plus years in the system wow that's amazing yeah and attrition rate is really really low as compared to the market uh, range that we can quote awesome so tell me a little bit about uh, uh, the the four years of great place to work and the initiatives with the the great marketing institute great managers institute uh, i know a lot of your managers have have taken up courses there and and those kind of what, what is the role that it has to play because uh, i earlier as we were speaking you mentioned people don't leave companies people leave their managers right so you said about initiatives that you're taking to make your managers more capable let's talk about that a little bit chat right so um yes last four years we have been uh, continuously awarded we have been ranked um, we have got this <laughs> thank you Congrats. so much we have got this certificate and we really feel uh, feel you know proud of this particular award or uh, this particular recognition because that's purely on the basis of a survey that's taken by employees now we don't have a say in that we cannot present anything it's purely by them now can you define the culture of the organization can you make it really great for employees probably yes but sometimes you know when you are at a management level you feel that this is right mm. and this has to be right because a lot of organizations are doing it they have really seen good result out of it and when tcs can do it when capgemini can do it and they have really it has really helped them why shouldn't even i try it for my organization and that's where we miss it because sometimes when we feel that this is right for our organization probably that's not what our people want so mm. the approach that we took 
long back that we will go purely by people we will make policies which are people centric and when we say we will go as per people we said our policies will be defined by people so instead of hr sitting and working on all the policies and saying you know what we are the process owners and we'll define the policy and you better follow it we said we'll not do it we'll sit with employees we'll sit with managers we'll understand how we can actually enable your business what changes we should make in the policy that you will go on and you will take care of your people that tomorrow they should not come to us you know uh, telling hr that my manager is not treating me well my manager is not approving this so we have team wise processes we have team wise policies and like we spoke about personalization those things we have really taken care of uh, instead of holidays we have my day so people can define their own days when they want to take leave so a lot of those things have been changed now exceptions will always be there so we have such policies and windows as well where nobody would say you know what just go to page number 17 look at that policy because that's what you have to follow people say fine sit with me tell me what is your problem i understand let's go to hr let's go to management and decide what we can actually do for your particular case so nobody says it's an exception but we say that's the need your requirement is different and it will be treated differently and i think that has been the magic mantra or that has been the primary thing that has driven us and that has enabled us to reach a level where our company policies and processes are appreciated by our employees because they co-own it they are the process makers they are not just the followers right awesome awesome super loving it uh so guys anybody has any questions write it down in a few more minutes i'm going to ask you to share it as a matter of fact you can put it out on the comment section and we'll see if we can get ankita to answer those questions so you've been in hr ankita for about 20 21 22 years now and so so tell me in the last 20 odd years have you seen a change in the expectation from an employee point of view or uh, um, or, or expectation from employer point of view from the employee are you seeing any change in the last 20 years how things have changed in an in an employee employer relationship let's say i think employees expectation were always there they always wanted to be treated differently uh, the term that we use you know now that each individual is unique and thanks to covid scenario where we actually started appreciating the uniqueness of each individual we said that yes two individuals can't be same even though everything in organization can be made exactly same for those two people but their home front their emotional front their uh, mental level everything is different and that's the reason each individual has to be treated differently so employees i would say if when i started my hr career they always had that in mind that i am different you need to understand my issue you need mm. to treat me as me not as an employee uh, employers at that point in time i think including me we were of uh, a thought process that this is all about the organization it's all about policy and mm. process we have to this road has been defined and we all have to follow that and as i said there will be couple of exceptions now i think there is a drastic change a dramatic change i would say where we have started talking about individuals we have started uh, respecting their existence we have started investing in their growth we have started making them future ready not only about now but we we also think about their future 
And interestingly, we also think about their extended family member. I'm sure when you call your employee these days, you would ask, how is your kid doing? Hope everything is fine at your end. So that has definitely changed from employee's point of view. And with respect to employee engagement, I think that has changed uh, a lot of things in the organization. People who were not emotionally connected with their managers because of the intentional move that we have seen through or during COVID, I think people are much more linked related and they are happy to be with their people, their team, because they know that they are cared. Right. Awesome. This podcast is an Offineeds.com initiative. Offineeds is a leading corporate gifting company based in India. Offineeds specializes in custom-made new joining kits, offering guaranteed home delivery of corporate gifts, setting up and managing official brand stores for companies, and gift voucher solutions from 100-plus brands for your company's top performers. Thank you for listening. I hope you got at least one or two ideas to execute in your own company. Stay tuned for a new employee engagement podcast every week. See you soon.